Welcome, welcome, everyone. All right. Welcome to the Millionaire of the Diamonds. It's a podcast we started. Oh, my God, Marie-Pierre. In French, we started, I think Jean-Philippe said, one year. Good morning, Anna. I see you on Podbeam. I'm so happy. Uh, about a year ago, he said. And he calculated we're about 250 hours in in French. And probably Jean-Philippe would tell me about uh, not even 10 hours in English. So the reason I'm sharing this with you is just to remind everybody, when you're starting something new, it takes 10,000 hours to master it. So whatever you're doing out there, keep going, keep going, perseverance, uh, relentlessness, and you will succeed. It's a reminder to everyone. So in English, it's brand new. I think we're in our third or fourth week. So be very kind with us. Okay. And as we grow together, we're here to level up together. This is what the Millionaires of the Diamonds is about, creating an amazing community where we can find each other every morning. Hey, Joan, my friend, every morning and say, okay, this is a great start to my day because it's so important to start off on the right foot. I'm going to share a little story with you. Uh, I'm married to Mohammed. The children started school. Like my kids are really close. Like they're 15, 15 um, months apart. Like you, Joan, like you've got five kids. They're very, very close. Right. And I remember one morning, uh, Hamad was going to school. He was in first grade or yeah, first grade probably. And I, I scolded him before he left. For whatever reason, unimportant. And then Mohammed says to me, Maria, you can't do that after my son left. And I looked at him. He took me aback. What do you mean? He goes, if you scold him before he goes to school, he's going to react badly at school. Okay. We scold when the children come back. You, you write note of it. He called it the invisible black book. And he goes, and you wait until there's at least three elements in the invisible black book. And when you're up to three, now you sit down and you discuss with him. This was the biggest lesson of my life from Muhammad. Okay. In the morning, it is so important that we start our day and our children start our day on the right foot. When things need to be said, it has to be in the evening. Further along... Mohammed and I are offered to open up a Tupperware franchise in 1989. And we met with my mentor, Amy Schmaltz, who passed away last year. And she sat us down to give us uh, the rules and regulations. And then she looks at Mohammed. She was the, the, the VP back then. She looks at Mohammed and she says, you make sure that when you have anything to say to your wife, it's done on Friday nights. But never on a Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. And I looked at her and then I got a flashback. I got a flashback of how important it is to start the day well, right? So once again, Joan, what Amy was telling Mohammed is now that we're going to be in business together, if you take care of a, a situation that created friction in your business on a Sunday, on a Monday, on a Tuesday, on a Wednesday, or on a Thursday, you'll never be able to be productive that day in business. So it all comes back to starting out on the right foot, 
each and every single day. And this is what we hope the podcast does for everybody, the Millionaire of the Diamonds, to create this community where we level up together, where we start off on the right foot. So no matter what happens during the day, we're going to keep in our minds. I am master of my life. I decide what happens in my life today. So that's what we want to do. So today we're going to go into the subject of how to influence people to make a real change in their life. For those watching on our live and those on Zoom with us, this is what the book looks like. It's from Dale Carnegie, How to Win Friends and Influence People in the Digital Age, in the Digital Age. How do we do it? And the book starts with a wonderful story that I superimposed it on one of my personal story because I really think that being able to share with you my personal experiences will have an amazing impact uh, on people. So as you know, in my um, in my industry, I sell Tupperware. My multi-level marketing is Tupperware. And one thing... Uh, presidents of my corporation have in common is when there's a new president, they sit down with us, the top five leaders in North America, and they kind of introduce themselves to their biggest influencers in their company. And one of our presidents, when he sat down at the table, I was so excited because I've always had a great experience with our presidents when they sit down because they ask us, what drives your business? What what do you what do you think the key factors are that drive your business? They they learn about our families. They usually want to know about how we met our spouses. So don't forget, our business has been founded on the principle that one, you needed to be married back in 1989. Those were the rules, right? You needed to be married and your husband needed to be in the franchise with you. Okay, guys, it's not like that today anymore, by the way. Okay, just as everybody understands. So here we were at the dinner table. I was so excited to be invited at this very special seating. Felt so privileged. And by about an hour into the supper, I was getting bored. And I was getting bored. And I was getting more and more annoyed and bored. All that happened at that table that evening, we were five business leaders with our spouses, so we're 10, plus the president with his wife. And all we heard all night long was how he did this and how he did that and how he grew this business when he was in this industry and how his kids. I spent the evening not saying one single word and only hearing him talk about himself. And I'm saying to myself, my God, what will he have walked away with? The question is absolutely nothing besides assuming what he's going to think we need and want. And when I compared him to the president just before, where we had the same meeting, because they all have the same habit, we had the same meeting, and how that evening finished at 2 a.m., actually 2.30 a.m. in the morning. Because all he was interested about was going back and forth amongst the 10 people at the table. 
what drove us, what made us start in the company, what did we think the 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 winning element was. And and I was sharing with my podcast team this morning because in our podcast we have Sabrina and Jean-Philippe that really drive the mentality of think and grow rich on Mondays and Tuesdays. Then we meet on Wednesdays with the five-second rule where we get up and actually get into motion and making sure that thinking and growing rich gets into action. And then Thursdays and Fridays with my friend Marie-Pierre, we cover communication because communication is everything, everything, everything in communication. And probably this chapter will be divided in four segments. We'll see how far we get today. So Back to the segment of today, when we look at Tupperware shares, where where they were at the highest, okay? Now, remember, no matter how many likes I'm going to get on Facebook, okay? And no, ma- no matter how many people follow me and no matter how many friends I have, at the end of the day, I can honestly tell you this president was not on Facebook, Okay, this president didn't post. You didn't see a thousand friends or, you know, whatever. But I can tell you during his time in session in our corporation, our shares were at the highest ever. So it doesn't matter what anybody says. The real leader is those leaders that actually make a difference in the lives of the individual people. So still today, if I were to ask my top leaders in my organization today, Annie Marchand, Sylvain Lalonde, Julie Chaillé, uh, Stéphanie Sigouin, and I ask all my top, who influenced them to be the great leaders they are today? I know they'll they'll say me, of course. <laughs> but most importantly, they'll say this particular president I'm talking to you about. So it's a lasting, even if he's no longer in Tupperware, it's a lasting effect. And that's the question you have to ask yourself. What kind of effect do I want to have on people? So obviously he didn't ask us what our needs were. He didn't discuss with us what worked for us. All that mattered to him was to show us how great he was. Most messages are sent on social media to educate others on what we think they want to hear. We talk about the products we think they want us to expose. But the real question is, what exactly do other people want? What exactly do they want? Are we having monologues, marketing monologues? And are we assuming? Versus, are we asking the right questions so we can answer and cater to the audience that is following us. So on my personal Facebook, I cater to my friends, family, colleagues, and neighbors. Okay. So this, when I go on my personal Facebook or on my personal Instagram, I cater to these people. Like I know my sister loves recipes or I know my nephews and nieces, they like to laugh at me or with me. So they love it when I do this, the silly kind of stuff. Like, am I catering to the right people? And there's another story here that reminds me of our inability to cater to people's needs. 
And when we assume, and I remember the first time Mohammed, now don't forget, I'm Maria Mariano, Italian-born, Catholic faith. I'm married to Mohammed Mikalash, Algerian-born of Muslim faith. And I'm telling my parents, I'm going to invite Mohammed home because mom, dad, understand if I'm inviting him home, this is the man of my life. This is the man of my dreams. Right. Because in my in my faith, you don't bring somebody home. You just don't bring somebody home if you're not going to marry them. Right. As my father would put it, he goes, my house is not a hotel. <laughs> so it's, it's, it's an old mentality. You know, don't be judgmental, but it is what it is. Right. It is what it is. So I invite him home and I tell my dad, you know, Muslim faith doesn't drink. Muslim faith doesn't eat pork. Listen to what happens. He doesn't work on his behalf to really understand what does a Muslim faith mean, right? So what does he serve? He goes and cook his Italian sausages. For those that read the book, From Immigrant to Millionaire, that, that the husband of Sabrina Tessier wrote, it's his book. He just used my story, an amazing writer. You'll read the story. It's actually very funny, but is it really, right? Like if we get really down to what matters, you see, my dad stuck to what he thought that mattered. So when he served those sausages that he barbecued on the barbecue to Mohammed and Mohammed says, no, no, Mr. Miriano, I don't eat pork. You know what my dad answered? He goes, this is not the pork. This is Italian sausage. Okay, guys. Now, when we don't understand that what that's what has happens but today we ha we have access to internet today we have access to information that you know my dad what he did is amazing in his life but let's get to 2020 don't we sometimes behave the same way where we assume and we just think well this is not pork this is italian sausage Okay, but what is the essence? So we 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 looked together with Marie Pierre and we tried to find some tools, like actual tools we can share, because we want to help everyone understand the biggest enemy right now in the digital age is assuming of what people want and what people need. And we must stop assuming. We need to bridge what I have to offer with what you need, Sylvia. So if I find out what you need, Sylvia, then I can bridge what I know to what you need. And this is the fundamental key. So Marie-Pierre, my friend, take it away with the first step. Now remember, it's just the first segment. How to build real influence in life and in business that's everlasting. And I was sharing with our pre-podcast with Jean-Philippe and Sabrina, I was sharing with them, if I were to ask people that are no longer in Tupperware that we have lost for whatever reason, or quit for whatever reason, remember, they still remember that president that has never been, it still is not on social media. So who do you want to be? That's the question. Who do you want to be? So take it away, Marie-Pierre. Thank you. So the first thing is that it's not about follower count. It's just not about the follower count. 
um, if I use the word influence or influencer, I want you to write in the Podbean, what does it mean to you to be an influencer, to influence people? What does it mean to you? Now, if I ask you, who influenced you the most in your life in a positive way? Who would it be? So can you write in the Podbean? So that by the time you write, I will ask Maria, who is the biggest influence in your life? <laughs> I knew you were going to ask me the question. <laughs> uh, you know, honestly, the, the biggest influencer in my life for me started with mom and dad. But mom was the, the, the dream, the dream maker. Mom was the dream maker. Mom was the one uh, that brought me out there, you know, where she taught me the sky is only the beginning and dad was the discipline. So those are the first two huge influencers in my life. And Marie-Pierre, thank you for asking the question because honestly, the power we have on parents, uh, the power we have as parents on our children is, is, inestimable like it's it's like you have no idea how important it is no no idea how important it is thank you marie pierre so if i read on podbean uh we have you maria <laughs> and you <laughs> maria has influenced me the most leave you maria <laughs> and we have cat that say mom dad too but mostly her mom so yeah. just like you her yeah. mom and if i ask you those people, how big is their uh, follower count? For you, Maria, your mom, how big is their follower count? Zero. <laughs> Zero. <laughs> so remember, it's not about the follower count. It's really about something much deeper to be an influencer and to influence people. So here's what the real influencer does. They will teach you how to think, they will challenge you to be better, and they will provide you as a role model. So it's really, and if you ask me who has the most influenced me in my life in the positive way, then the first, yes, it's my mom too. <laughs> the first person, it's my mom. And one of my previous teachers in elementary school, so I have a, a memory of that teacher, even if it's been 20 years ago. So, and if I look at their follower count, same thing, zero. <laughs> so it's really not about the follower count. So if you really want to build uh, influence, ask yourself this question. So what kind of person do I want to be remembered as? So what is it exactly that you want to be remembered? What would life look like if I gave it my all? So you gave all of you what your life would look like. And it's the question that uh, we found in, in a book. So it's the high performance habit of Brendan Butchard. No, it's my time, my, my turn, Maria, that I have. Butcher, butcher, butcher. <laughs> Actually, it's Maria that says the name all <laughs> twisted. <laughs> it's my time. <laughs> so it comes from the high performance habit. So it mentioned how high performer uh, have all built the habit of developing influence. 
So maybe you don't want to be a high performance, but if you care about the three characteristics that we um, uh, we talked about just a minute ago, so maybe you want to be a really a good influencer, and you can follow us for more information. And if you want to test your influence for really know uh, how um, which kind of influencer are you? So are you someone that teach around you? Uh, are you the type of person that challenge around you to be better? And are you a role model for other around you? So if we ask you most uh, precise question, have you been able to change how someone thinks? Have you challenged someone else to do better? And did they act on it and really did get better? Does it really uh, did something in their life? Has someone called you their mentor before? And have they mentioned you being their role model? So it's really not about how many people you will influence. Who can agree with me? I would really love more to influence one people to change their life to be better than have a thousand followers on um, social media and not do anything about it. So I really want to influence people. So I think if you are with us today, you are the type of person. So if you want to be more precise, there's three more questions that you can ask for you. So how many times are people agreeing to help you uh, with your request to them? How many times people will ask you, how can I help you without having to ask them? And how many times a day do you do something good for others without wanting anything uh, in exchange. And Marie-Pierre, we're going to put all these questions on the Millionaires of the Diamonds Facebook. So you haven't joined yet. Uh, and, and again, like I was reading up on how to have more followers on the group and et cetera, et cetera. And, but as we're working this book, I realized that our goal is not to have 10,000 followers, but nothing is organic. So we want you to invite friends, family, neighbors, and colleagues, provided that you've shared with them why you think joining the Millionaire of the Diamonds Facebook page is something that is, is worth their while. And for me, I would definitely invite you because what why it's worth your while, it helps you through the exercises. So there's the podcast, but then you have all the exercises where intentionally you work you work example by answering these questions. So like we said, like we said last week, if you want to be an amazing influencer, you need to spend more time listening longer. 
like truly listening longer. I was sharing with Jean-Philippe, Marie-Pierre, and Sabrina this morning. I said, in our multi-level business, because I know we attract a lot of people in the multi-level uh, business, like the same industry as me. One of the things I strongly recommend is that you meet your high performers, the 20% of your people that generate 80% of results. Or if you're a boss, meet the 20% of your staff that influence 80% of your company on a monthly basis. We call this getting in deep and, and getting dirty, okay? Which means what? Which means that I, I'm not going to send a MailChimp email, answer the survey. I'm not going to send a Google Drive a questionnaire, answer the email. By the way, Marie-Pierre, when I compare the two presidents, the other president would call us personally after a Jubilee and ask the top, the 20%, what we thought about Jubilee. The second president I'm talking to you about that sat around the table and talked about how great he was, he would send us a, a, a type of questionnaire that was automated and we, he wanted us to answer it and send it back. You can see the two levels of leadership. But this kind of leadership was memorable because, again, I repeat, if you ask any of my top people in my industry who they remember and who actually made a difference in their lives, we're all going to mention the same person. So listen longer. Meet with intention your people, our children, our husband. We need to have a date, time, and place where we put away the cellulars and where the goal is to listen longer. Once you know what matters to the other person through longer listening, longer listening, now I can engage by putting what matters to them first and not what matters to me or what I think. And if you truly want to put customers back in, in a true relationship management style, you need to get in dirty. You need to go on messenger and say, hey, Anna, I saw you. You commented. How are you doing? I've seen you follow me a few times. Tell me, if I were to do a live tomorrow, what would you like to see me do? So don't run after numbers of people, but ra rather run after how many people you actually made a difference that you'll see them sharing. Oh, thanks to Marie-Pierre, I can now make fudge, chocolate fudge, like something of value. Share their interest. Identify areas of revel rele relevancy to them, to your customer, to your prospect, to your husband, to your son, to your daughter, to your neighbor. Allow others and allow others to recognize you. My mom always said, you do not tell people how great you are. Okay. You, you do your best and people will recognize you because you've influenced them in a positive way. Yesterday, I had a privilege of one of our podcast followers that left me a personal message that he made me cry. And I cried and I said, this is why I do what I do. This is why. This is what we call a true, true influence. So I know I have failed if none of you walk out of my podcast feeling how great you are. If you walk out of my podcast and say, oh, Maria and Maria and, and Marie-Pierre were really awesome. I say the operation was a success, but the patient died. So guys, I need you to go out there and be the best version of yourself and intentionally listen longer. So we'll continue tomorrow, God willing. In the meantime, 
please work on the exercises that Marie-Pierre will put. Some This afternoon, they should be posted on, I oh, right, Marie-Pierre should be posted in French and in English on the Millionaires of the Diamonds R group. And of course, I really, really, guys, would appreciate if you have something uh, to share that will help the community, the millionaires of the diamonds to level up, please go and make your story, share your story. Remember, we have a pl public platform that will create accountability for you and for me. Every time I say it publicly, I just created accountability. All right, guys, we love you in English. We'll go off to our French podcast. Joan, I love you. I love you. All right. Bye, guys. Lise, on se revoit. I know you guys are hanging in there. Raluca, hi. Raluca. Yeah, just continue. <laughs> bon matin, ma